Christians often have questions about Jewish customs and beliefs. Now it's time to set the record straight. From Passover to the Sabbath, we've got all the answers. Right now on Jewish Voice with Jonathan Burnus. Shalom and welcome to Jewish Voice, where we help you to discover the Jewish roots of your Christian faith. I'm Jonathan Burnus. For those of you who love Israel, love the Jewish people, and the Jewish roots of your faith, Jewish practice and customs are of great interest, and they can enrich our faith. What are the common questions that Christians ask about Jewish customs and faith? That's our topic today. Joining us is an apologist, he's an author, he's a Bible scholar, and he's a popular radio talk show host who just happens to be a Jewish believer and a good friend. Please welcome Dr. Michael Brown. Mike, welcome. Good to see you. You haven't been here in quite a while, I don't think. It's been, well, certainly since we've redecorated the whole thing. Amazing. Yeah, it's Just really amazing. changed a lot. It's great to have you back. You know, I follow your, uh, your blog almost daily, even when I travel. I read, I read your articles, your open letters. They're, they're incredible. I, I want you to go back uh, to the beginning and talk about how a, a Jew from New York came to know Jesus as his Messiah. Now, I know the story. It's an incredible story. So just give us kind of a thumbnail sketch of your you pilgrimage. Bet. Well, born in New York City, 1955. My dad was the senior lawyer in New York Supreme Court. Moved out to Long Island about the age of seven. And had a pretty typical Long Island conservative Jewish background. So we'd go to synagogue for the high holy days. When I got a little older, I had to take a little Hebrew for Hebrew school before my bar mitzvah. So 13 years old, not interested religiously, anything like that. My bar mitzvah was more of a social event, to be honest. The bigger event at the age of 13 was seeing Jimi Hendrix in concert at, at the New York Philharmonic. For me, it was the Grateful Dead. For you, Jimi Hendrix, yeah, exactly. same idea. Yeah, same, same idea, same, same idea. idea. And, and I, man, I wanted to be a rock star. I, I wanted to be in a rock band. When I was 14, you know, playing drums, I was pretty good as a, as a drummer, as a kid. 14 years old, someone asked me if I wanted to try getting high, smoking pot. And I thought, you know, the rock stars do that. That's, and, and, and you shouldn't do it. You know, Proverbs 9 says, stolen water is sweet. There's that appeal of something you're not supposed to have or do. I thought, let me try it. But I smoked pot, nothing happened to me. Somehow my, my body had a high resistance to drugs. So I went to a harder drug, nothing. Then a harder drug. So very quickly I was doing harder drugs and now this became part of my identity. Stupidly, as a teenager, I thought it was a cool thing to be able to use large quantities of drugs I became known as Iron Man and Drug Bear in my high school because of the drugs I would use. I, want, I, I don't want people to think you're exaggerating. You, you actually shot heroin as a young teenager. Starting at 15. I started shooting heroin at 15. Broken. I heard the oohs and the ahs out there. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, whatever the next drug was to go to, I once did enough hallucinogenic drugs for 30 people. Uh, spent the night in the hospital. Uh, my parents didn't know what happened to me. Wow. Next day back to normal, all, look at what I did, you know, part of my reputation. But what happened along the way is my two best friends, fellow band members, they were nominal Christians. No idea of who Jesus was, just raised in a nominal Christian home. We played in a band together. They liked these two girls. The two girls had a, a dad who had been praying for them for years and an uncle who was a Pentecostal preacher. So the girls started going to this church. 
and, and my friends wanted to hang out with the girls, started to go, but they thought it was really cool. It's Pentecostal. They'd say, they're, Mike, they're, they believe in like demons and angels. But the other thing was end time prophecy. The church taught a lot out of the book of Revelation and the book of Daniel. I kid you not, Jonathan. We'd be sitting around getting high because they weren't saved yet. We'd be sitting around getting high and they'd say, yeah, Mike, there's going to be a beast. It's going to come out of a bottomless pit. It's going to have seven heads and ten horns. And we're there hallucinating. And then, you saw, and you saw it. Yeah, we're like, and you that, saw it come that's, in the, that's in the Bible. Wow. But then little by little, my friends started to hear more about the Lord and they started to change. So I went in August of 71 to pull them out. It was a threat to me. But I did see there was a love in them. That I saw. Well, they began to pray for me. I didn't know it. They began to pray, and the Holy Spirit began to convict me of sin. And I'm telling you, one day, I'm laying in bed high on drugs and thinking how cool I am. I stole money from my own father. I tricked my friends and stole money from them. I broke into a doctor's office. How cool am I? The next day, I'm high on drugs. I'm tormented by those very thoughts. What kind of person are you? How could you do that to your father, to your friends? What? What a worm. I didn't know it was the conviction of the Spirit, but I started to feel miserable. November, I went back for another service. And, and at the end of the service, my friend said, hey, you ought to go up. He nudged me. You should go up at the altar call. And I thought, you know, a sinner like me, they'd look at me like I'm the worst sinner. It would be a big thing for this church. I didn't mean it, but they'll really think it's a big thing if I go up. So I went up, and I prayed the prayer. Remember, we've been talking day and night for months. And as I'm praying, I believe Jesus died for my sins, rose from the dead. But you went up to impress them. Yeah, just as a joke. Was, right. As a joke to but make God the old an, people happy. God had another joke. But see, joke. God had been working on me. Yes. That's the thing. He had been working on me for months, and faith was starting to rise. I said the words, I believe Jesus died for my sins, and I thought, I do believe that. As we're singing these little ditty hymns, I get flooded with a joy I've never experienced. And quickly I realized this is different. Different than drug high, different than music high, different than friendship high, different than winning high. This is different. This must be what they call the joy of the Lord. And that instant, I got this, this sense inside of me. It was a mental picture. I had been playing in the mud. I was filthy head to toe. Jesus washed me clean, put these beautiful white robes on me, and I was going back playing in the mud. And I said, Lord, I will never put a needle in my arm again. And I was free from that That's night on. That's beautiful. Free from that night on. Every time I hear, and, and, it, and it, it's, it so parallels my testimony, same thing. I, I'll pray, but I don't mean it. And God just changes you from the inside out. Amazing. Now, one of, the, one of the scriptures that jumps out at me as you're talking is the Jewish people have a zeal for God, but not according to knowledge. Do you think you were expressing that zeal with the, with the drug use and the mind expansion and everything? Do you? You know, that could have been there. What I was more conscious of, you could say, was the Jewish calling to be world changers. You know, when you look at Jewish history, when you look at influential people for good or for bad, whether it's a Moses or whether it's a Karl Marx, you know, whether it's, it's, it's the Apostle Paul or Sigmund Freud, you know, these Jews have had this incredible impact on world history. It's part of our destiny, I believe, to be a priestly nation, to be a light to the world. So there was this revolutionary thing in me, wanted to change everything, but I was going in the wrong direction in a destructive way. When God got hold of me, that's what's grown up in my heart, this revolutionary calling to be a world changer, but I believe that's, that's part of what it means and to be you, a Jew. And you are indeed. When we come back, we'll talk about some of the things the Lord is using him to do and questions that you have about Jewish customs, about Jewish traditions, about the Jewish roots of your faith. We have to take a quick break. 
More with Dr. Michael Brown just ahead. And then later, we'll take you to Zimbabwe and you'll see firsthand how we're helping a tribe called the Lemba, a community that not only has, listen to this now, an oral tradition that goes back over 800 years, but DNA proof that they're descendants of the priestly tribe of Levi. Now they have over 50 Messianic congregations. It's a truly inspirational story, so stay with us. Have you always wanted to understand the Jewish roots of your faith? Are you fascinated that Jesus was a Jew, but you never really understood how Judaism relates to Christianity? Do you have a lot of questions, but can't seem to find any of the answers, or haven't known where to look? Now, all of your questions will be answered in one place by an expert. Dr. Michael Brown, a Jewish believer in Jesus, is a well-known author, radio host, and one of the foremost Messianic Jewish scholars in the world. And he has written a book to help you understand your Jewish connection. Discovering the Jewish roots of your Christian faith will open up new doors of revelation in your life, help you grow in your relationship with the Lord, and change the way you read the Bible. Many who've had this revelation have said it is like being born again, again. For your gift of $40 or more, we want to send you Dr. Michael Brown's book, 60 Questions Christians Ask About Jewish Beliefs and Practices. This book is an easy and simple guide to understanding the Jewish roots of your Christian faith and provides answers about Judaism that are relevant to anyone who loves the Lord and wants to learn. Dr. Brown addresses questions like, was Jesus really a Jewish rabbi? Should Christians adhere to the dietary laws? What is the difference between Passover and Easter? What is the difference between Judaism and Christianity? Jewish customs and traditions are part of your heritage. This book is a must read if you want to learn about the Jewish Jesus and your identity as a son or daughter of Abraham. Take hold of the blessings of Israel that you have now been grafted into. In addition, if you call right now, we will also include the Feasts of Israel CD teaching by Jonathan Burness. Learn how the feasts in the Old Testament were actually types and shadows of Yeshua's redemption. How these appointed times are prophetic indicators that point to both the first coming and return of Jesus. How Yeshua fulfills these feasts in detail. We'll also include these beautifully designed Celebrate the Feast tent cards. Learn key scriptures for each feast along with Hebrew blessings translated into English. Celebrate the feasts of the Lord in your own home with easy to follow recipes. Use these year after year to celebrate the seven major holidays. If you respond to this offer today, not only will you learn about the Jewish roots of your faith, you also will be helping us work to save and transform Jewish lives. We want to sow these resources into your life as you help Jewish people in need in some of the most remote places in the world. But hurry, the clock is ticking. Precious Jewish people are in desperate need of medical care and medicines. And most importantly, your gifts of support will help us share the good news that God loves them and sent His Son to die for them. 
God said He would bless those that bless the Jewish people. This is your opportunity to bless the Jewish people and be blessed in return. So please, pick up the phone and call, log on to our website, or send your gifts of support to Jewish Voice, Post Office Box 6, Phoenix, Arizona, 85001. Anything you can do today will save and transform lives. So please pick up the phone and call. And thank you in advance for your generous support. Welcome back. My guest is Dr. Michael Brown, and he's the author of a really great book, 60 Questions That Christian, Christians Ask About Jewish Beliefs and Practices. I want to ask some of these questions to you in just a minute, but I want to go back to where we left off at the break. Your, your amazing testimony as a Jew, not even finding his Messiah, but Messiah find, found you, really. Yes, sir. And you mentioned that people began to pray for you. Do you think that that was what pulled you in? Do you think it was the prayer? No, no question. The prayer of God's people. And here are people, many of them were not well educated. Some didn't even have a high school diploma, but they knew the Lord. They knew the Lord. They knew how to pray. I have no question whatsoever that God used their prayers to convict me of sin and to bring me to himself. And it was an Italian Pentecostal church. Interestingly, I've been to Italy 23 times. My books are translated into Italian more than any other language. I feel it's a debt I have to the Italian church because those dear saintly folks prayed me into the kingdom. Wow. Beautiful. Now, you, I, I want to repeat something you said. You may have missed this, that you went home after praying, ready to get high again, and you told the Lord that you'll never put another needle in your arm if you don't feel the effects, and that's what happened. And you haven't put a needle in your arm since, 1971. Yeah, well, once, the, the initial prayer, November of 71, I said, God, you know I'm, I'm getting high. I wasn't surrendered yet. I just believed Jesus was real. And, and I said, if you don't want me to, don't let it have an effect. And that's when I got high and nothing happened. And I thought, okay, God's real, but I still wasn't ready to repent. Five weeks later, after battling back and forth, yes, no, yes, no, agonizing over this, when the joy of the Lord revealed the love of God to me, remember I've been under conviction, heavy conviction for weeks and weeks and weeks now, when I got that revelation of God's love for me, that's when I thought, what am I doing? I'm spitting in his face. And that's when I said, Lord, I'll never put a needle in my arm again. And from that night on, I was free. I'll tell you honestly, a couple of years ago, I gave up sweets and chocolate and stuff like that. It was harder to give up chocolate than to give up drugs. That's how real Jesus was to me. Wow, Mike, I, 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 I want people to understand heroin is addictive. It's physically addictive. You were set free. Did you have any side effects? Did you go through withdrawals? No, no. And I was addicted to the needle. I'd use heroin for days, run out of heroin, go to another drug for days. I was addicted to the needle. So you were completely delivered. Totally, 100%. I just feel compelled to stop at this point and to talk to some of you that are watching. And, and you, you've fallen back into abusive things. It can be alcohol. It can be drugs. Uh, it can be anything. You fill in the blank. And you're, you're, you're condemned. You feel guilty. And you're wondering, will God ever ever be near again? Can I get free from this? And the answer is yes. He can set you free right now. You may have fallen back on hard times. The beauty of, of the relationship with God is that he will forgive you. If you turn back to him and ask him to cleanse you, he will, and he will deliver you. Mike, would you just talk to people that are watching 
right into 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 this camera here and just just tell people that God can change their life what's really important to understand is that God has forgiven me more since I've been a believer than before I was a believer in other words his mercy and grace is amazing and and when Jesus died for you he knew that you were going to commit all the sins you committed and even fall back into your old ways and he still died for you. He has no pleasure in you perishing. He, he is not against you. He is for you. And if from the depths of your being you say, God, help me. If you mean it from the bottom of your heart, I'm telling you that God Almighty will intervene and set you free the way he set me free. Michael, thank you. And, and that's, it's no coincidence that you're watching today. Uh, you, you've tuned into this program for a reason. It's God speaking to you telling you I have a plan for you, I have a future for you, I care about you, and my spirit is ready to touch you and set you free. If you draw near to me, I'll draw near to you. I, I just felt so compelled to do that because this is about a relationship with the living God. Yes. We were taught something so different, weren't we? We were taught about this God who was just this distant force yeah. and did things in our past history. Our time is slipping away. This has been so fascinating. You've written a really important book because most of the people watching this program love the Jewish roots of the faith, love Israel and the Jewish people. We have time for just one question. Why have Jewish people been hated and persecuted through the centuries? Uh, one of the questions in the yeah. 60 that you answered. I've actually done lectures at this uh, on Yale University. Christian groups have had me in Columbia University. I, I just did one of the big Passover event for our friend Barry Siegel in, in London. And I lay out different aspects of anti-Semitism, Jew hatred. It is the world's longest hatred. It is the world's most widespread hatred. It is the world's most irrational hatred. And in many ways, the world's most violent hatred through history. I lay this out in the 60 Questions book, and then I demonstrate that there's no way to connect all the dots. There's the economic theory, there's the scapegoat theory, there's the Judaism is different theory, but you can't connect the dots because you have it from Hamas to secular Japan to, to radical uh, Islam in another part of the world to parts of Christian history, Catholic and Protestant, to, to Stalin's atheist Russia, to Hitler's Germany. What connects anti-Semitism, Jew hatred around the world? It's ultimately demonic. There is ultimately a demonic attack to wipe out the Jewish people. If the Jewish people can be wiped out, then God is a liar because he said he'd preserve us no matter what to the end of the age. And Jesus will not come back until the Jewish people welcome him back to Jerusalem. So if you're the devil, you want to destroy the Jews. If you can't keep them out of Jerusalem, if you can't keep them away from Jesus, it's so all we just, demonic. We just, we just scratched the surface. Only got to one question. Didn't even finish with that one question. The book has 60 questions that Christians are asking about Jewish beliefs and practices. And you'll grow in your faith, and it will help you to love and reach out to, to a people, the Jewish people, that God has called to, uh, you to provoke the, to jealousy. So more with Dr. Michael Brown tomorrow. I want to switch now to our medical outreaches. They're a big focus for us here at Jewish Voice. We provide medical care, eye care, dental care, even eye surgeries to impoverish Jewish people and their neighbors in some of the remotest places in the world. But most importantly, we share the gospel and lives are being transformed. New congregations of Jewish believers are springing up all over. It's really the heart and soul of what we do. Take a look at what God is doing among the Lemba tribe in Zimbabwe. 
People are going to the dirt behind their houses and they're casting bricks and then they're heating them and they're carrying them on the back of a donkey or in some cases on their own backs up a mountain to be a part of a congregation which is being built. The Lemba are personally deeply invested in what the Lord's doing in their community. The Lemba alongside us are making personal, individual commitments to be a part of it. We honor the Lemba commitment and we're excited to partner with them, not to do it for them, to do it with them. Then I came back. There's a church which, which preaches about Yeshua, the son of the living God. And I say, ah, is it the Muslim people? Then they keep on saying, ah, they are the really people of God. They are preaching about the true message of Yeshua. And I said, oh, let me come. Then I come. Then when I came here, I found it was really good. They were preaching about Yeshua. Then I was given a Bible. Then I, then I said, ah, it is truly that they worship the true God. Dozens and dozens of Messianic Jewish congregations have been planted, not only here around this hilltop, but throughout the nation of Zimbabwe. Prepare a way in the wilderness, a highway for our God. Have you always wanted to understand the Jewish roots of your faith? Are you fascinated that Jesus was a Jew, but you never really understood how Judaism relates to Christianity? Do you have a lot of questions, but can't seem to find any of the answers, or haven't known where to look? Now, all of your questions will be answered in one place by an expert. Dr. Michael Brown, a Jewish believer in Jesus, is a well-known author, radio host, and one of the foremost Messianic Jewish scholars in the world. And he has written a book to help you understand your Jewish connection. Discovering the Jewish roots of your Christian faith will open up new doors of revelation in your life, help you grow in your relationship with the Lord, and change the way you read the Bible. Many who've had this revelation have said it is like being born again, again. For your gift of $40 or more, we want to send you Dr. Michael Brown's book, 60 Questions Christians Ask About Jewish Beliefs and Practices. This book is an easy and simple guide to understanding the Jewish roots of your Christian faith and provides answers about Judaism that are relevant to anyone who loves the Lord and wants to learn. Dr. Brown addresses questions like, was Jesus really a Jewish rabbi? 
Should Christians adhere to the dietary laws? What is the difference between Passover and Easter? What is the difference between Judaism and Christianity? Jewish customs and traditions are part of your heritage. This book is a must-read if you want to learn about the Jewish Jesus and your identity as a son or daughter of Abraham. Take hold of the blessings of Israel that you have now been grafted into. In addition, if you call right now, we will also include the Feasts of Israel CD teaching by Jonathan Burness. Learn how the feasts in the Old Testament were actually types and shadows of Yeshua's redemption. How these appointed times are prophetic indicators that point to both the first coming and return of Jesus. How Yeshua fulfills these feasts in detail. We'll also include these beautifully designed Celebrate the Feast tent cards. Learn key scriptures for each feast along with Hebrew blessings translated into English. Celebrate the feasts of the Lord in your own home with easy to follow recipes. Use these year after year to celebrate the seven major holidays. If you respond to this offer today, not only will you learn about the Jewish roots of your faith, you also will be helping us work to save and transform Jewish lives. We want to sow these resources into your life as you help Jewish people in need in some of the most remote places in the world. But hurry, the clock is ticking. Precious Jewish people are in desperate need of medical care and medicines. And most importantly, your gifts of support will help us share the good news that God loves them and sent His Son to die for them. God said He would bless those that bless the Jewish people. This is your opportunity to bless the Jewish people and be blessed in return. So please, pick up the phone and call, log on to our website, or send your gifts of support to Jewish Voice, Post Office Box 6, Phoenix, Arizona, 85001. Anything you can do today will save and transform lives. So please pick up the phone and call. And thank you in advance for your generous support. It is so rewarding to share God's love and see lives transformed. We've been able to help so many, but there's a lot more work to do. Together, we can literally rescue people from death and transform lives. There's no time to waste, so anything that you can do will make a difference. So I want to invite you to call the number on your screen now, and we'll send you Dr. Brown's informative book right away. You'll be helping us to reach Jewish people that need your help. Well, we're out of time, but before I go, I want to remind you, as I always do, that Psalm 122.6 tells us to pray for the peace of Jerusalem and please join us tomorrow as we continue our discussion with Dr. Michael Brown. Jewish customs in faith may seem confusing to Christians, but they don't have to be. The answers to your questions can all be found in one place. Next time on Jewish Voice with Jonathan Burnus. Join Jewish Voice Ministries as we tour the Holy Land and celebrate Israel 2017.
it's time to honor the 50-year anniversaries of Jewish Voice and the liberation of Jerusalem. On this trip, you'll stay in five-star accommodations as we tour Mount Carmel, Nazareth, Jerusalem, the Mount of Olives, Upper Room, and more. You'll see Jonathan Burnus commemorate the recapture of Jerusalem right where it happened. We'll also visit an Israeli military base and enjoy a Bedouin meal. You can renew your marriage vows on the Sea of Galilee and participate in an immersion ceremony at the Jordan River. As an added bonus, you can even visit Eilat, the Red Sea, and world-famous Petra. Act now before this once-in-a-lifetime event sells out. Call and speak with our events coordinator to learn more exciting details about Celebrate Israel 2017 or visit jvmi.org Israel.